Yo, this is Leo. You're now listening to Unaccepted Podcast. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, the theme of today's episode is nuisance. Nuisance. How do you spell that? I don't fucking know, man. I did did it like three times before I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure we have it right, though? You know, at this point, I don't care. You know what I mean now. <laughs> the board will never lie. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> Anyways, Manny, how you been? Uh, relaxed and tired, actually. Relaxed and tired. So, does that mean a ton of Forza 5, or? It's a mix. It's, it's a, a mix. mix. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. So, you're stretching it out now. I'm stretching it, yes. All right, all right. So, all-nighters again, or? Uh, no, not really. I haven't had really much of a chance to play as much as I'd hope in terms of all-nighters, but yeah. Got it, got it, got it. All right, so it still hasn't died out fully yet. You're just busy. Yeah, I'm just really busy. Oh. Well, and I mean, I still don't think it's going to die out soon anyway. No, why is that? I just don't think so. Oh, okay, all right. You don't have like a average time frame where... I guess it fizzles out for you, and then you kind of find yourself forcing yourself to do it. I mean, probably the only times I would get bored is if, if like, any of our friends are not playing or not online. So I'm just like, they're just like, okay, what the fuck do I do now? Oh, okay, okay. So if it if it fizzles out for everybody else, kind of kills it for you too. No, let's let no. What I'm saying is like, more like I get on late at night. No one's on because either they're out doing something, they're just busy or not home. So I was like, I'm just there, just looking at the screen, just looking at my cars and stuff. I was like, okay, so what do I do now? Because most of the time, I just enjoy the hell out of it when I'm playing with friends as a group. Yeah. But like when I'm just like by myself, it's kind of, uh, I mean, I'll just find, I'll just find myself doing like the weekly challenges, the daily challenges, some of the trials and stuff. But it just doesn't have the same appeal as when like we talk shit to each other for doing stupid shit. Got it. Okay. Like uh, Saturday, I think it was Saturday night or maybe no, or Friday night. We got on and one of my buddies, his name is Julian. We were doing a race and he came out of nowhere, accidentally sideswiped me. I was like, and I just made like a bunch of like jokes and stuff like how he provoked me. So I just pushed him off the bridge and missing a checkpoint. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, I became an asshole that night. And then so he in the second race. He got up to me. He actually sideswiped me. I was like, you know, I was just like, fuck you. So I just, I just bitch slapped him in with my car and stuff and made him lose a checkpoint again. So the, uh, I kept telling him, I was like, and he kept telling me, I was like, Manny, when I see you for the next time, I'm going to beat your ass. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, we say, we say so much stupid shit on Discord where we kind of get worried sometimes. Like, if Discord if voice chats get leaked, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, a good thing is I don't think they keep that data. No. And then, meanwhile, this is all happening. T- uh, Tommy's like in first place out of like ten play, out of like a ten car race, uh, ten or twelve car race. It's like, I really he's like screaming at us. Like, I really need you guys to take a fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I just like yeah, teamwork. Teamwork. <laughs> all right. So there is teams on there. Yeah, you can build. You can have. I mean. If you do a convoy, you can do a race, and next you and so. When you well, do besides con- the zombie, but I mean, like taking a place in a race. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm trying There's to get at right points. now. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Um, 
when you're doing solo, you have no team, so it's just whoever gets first. When you have a team, like let's say your group of friends, you're in, you're in, they're in a convoy. Convoy leader starts a race. Uh, you automatically get it set up into a team in a ra- in any race, and then, so the majority of the time you're team blue, while the opposing team is team red. So anybody that's not in your convoy, and or any everybody that's in your convoy is automatically on your team when you start a race, and it's it do, it no longer matters if we're no if one of us doesn't reach first, it's. So online races is where the opposing team are actual players, but they're AIs. They're not actual online people either racing because not everybody can be on at the same time. Yeah. But with the online with the AI um, system, it kind of mimics the habits of every person's driving habits in the g- in the game. Every person like you. Yeah. So. So I've noticed that a few of my friends are actually really assholes when I when I play with them on off road races, and when I play off road races by myself, I find they're still assholes when they're just AIs, not my actual friends playing with me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is that like a feature that uh, is new to Forza Five? Is like a feature they built into it? I would assume so. I I didn't play much on Forza Four, so I can't really assess to see if it's like the kind of like the same as well. But when you're in a convoy doing a race, you have your team and then the red team, and then you get points by how many of the opposing team's car you're up uh, like ahead in in the placements. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if I'm in fourth place and I have six red car six red cars behind me, I have six hundred points basically. While as the opposing team, I think they get like t- it. Dep- it depends on the race. There are some races where they get more bonus points than just the standard, which is a hundred and everything. So it just becomes like a cumulative group point race. So w- whichever team has more points based on their placement, that team wins. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like I said, it's still always fun, just like dicking around with friends and stuff and just playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And just being assholes to everybody. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I did make a Ford Ford Focus RS, and I put a Hot Cheeto livery on it. And I found a market in the middle of the desert, waited till nighttime, because when they turn on the lights, you can see inside the little store, the little building, little shed. You can see, like, the, the fridges, the chip stands, everything. So I just went to photo mode after I carefully placed my car and just, like, Named it Cheeto Run. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we're going to replicate that in real life now. <laughs> I'd be fucking down. I mean, we had that idea of what we could possibly do with the Mustang. Refresh me. Cheeto decal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally possible. Totally, totally possible. possible. Very, very yeah, I mean that'd be it'd be out there, but definitely possible. <laughs> and then we were talking um, how we're kind of getting sick and tired of like how when you change the difficulty settings, like let's say some of us are doing unbeatable, right? Uh, unbeatable mode. That means the AIs are considered unbeatable when you're doing races and stuff. But like when you drop down a difficulty, the cars are much slower. 
even though they're in the same class and same same class, maybe around the same range uh, rating and everything, like 800 A class and everything. And yet, when you just jump to unbeatable or higher cl- higher difficulty under unbeatable, they just get like this Godspeed acceleration. Like, I could assume that maybe they're they're. Some of us have already agreed that it's kind of bullshit. Like, where we can agree that yeah, if they were to be in like an unbeatable difficulty, yeah, they would be have to be better like at turning, um, line work and everything. But speed and power, like I, which we think is completely bullshit. Could that also be gearing? Who knows? Right? Because when you guys are, quote, building your cars in mm-hmm. Forza, how nitty-gritty are you guys getting into the gearing? That is true. That is true. But Because if it's unbeatable, unbeatable, you would imagine, would be, you know, fantastic driving, right? Shift points, turning, braking, and, and the gearing is tuned to the best of its capabilities for that track. And the countless possibility of getting pit maneuvered by the AIs, so they can't, let, so they won't let you get in front of them. Well, race tactics. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, well, I know. Horizon, race right? Tactics. Yes, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was going to correct you on that part too. Yeah, Horizon <laughs> race tactics. It's an arcade game. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because you can't do that in real life. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it could also be just fine-tuned gearing for each track. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's that possibility too, right? Yeah, one of my buddies actually sent out a very detailed, hateful message to Forza Horizon 5 on IG. How he just couldn't understand how his Dodge Viper ACR was outtaken by 454 Hemi. Please tell me they <laughs> responded with driver mod. I I, 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 <laughs> I haven't kept touch with them to see if they got a response, but I'll ask them actually now. Okay, because okay. if you go to like... And, and I know they're anecdotal, right? Mm-hmm. Totally anecdotal. If you go to, like, forums and even some, like, Facebook groups, there's always that that person talking about, like, oh, the GTR, oh, the Type Rs or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is, the Corvette, whatever they're talking about, right? How can it get beat by this Miata? How can it get beat by this and then you just get the Welsh of the old timers coming in that are a bit more experienced, just going yeah. like, "Driver mod, guess what? You suck." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, that would be an amazing response. That would be. I'd frame it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it is a video game, and if they call it unbeatable, then I mean, I guess you make it unbeatable, right? Yeah. <laughs> we did do a race over this weekend that I felt like it shed years off my lifespan. How so? So you do know that they actually have uh, circuit races and sprint races for in real life for semi trucks. Uh, yes. So one of the one of the challenges that we had to do was sem race uh, semi truck racing. And for the life of us, we were just getting pissed off at every part of the race. Okay. So what we've noticed is that, like, when we do online races and we have, like, random people in our team that are actual people, not AIs, uh, for the most part, we've already noticed that most of them focus on speed and not stability or suspension or anything. 
Whereas me, Tommy, and everybody else, the first thing we, we, we focus on in terms of modifications is always tires and suspension. After that, we worry about power modifications. Okay. And you just see, uh, like, me, t- uh, Tommy, Leo, and everybody else just, like, getting closer to first place or second place or third place and just staying ahead of the pack and everything. While these guys would be just, like, focusing on power modifications where they just come up ramming behind us. And since even though we're on the same team but we don't know them, most of the time they just sabotage us so that they can get the first place win. But even then, like the majority of the time, they just find themselves getting overpowered and over um, overpowered in performance and ability because they just focus on power, not anything else. Yeah. So we just find ourselves doing corners even better, curves, and everything, and we just find ourselves always winning, even though we're on the same team. Okay. Cool, and cool, when cool. it came to the semi race, I mean, those semi trucks are slow as fuck for how heavy they're supposed to be. And do you remember the the windy uphill road up the mountain where the volcano is? No. <laughs> okay, I'll probably have to show you later on. But it's just a really windy road up going up the entire mountain where it's also a drift zone. And holy shit, we had to drive the semis up there and they were just it was just pissing us off like how they were just like very very sharp sharp u-turns and like our semi trucks couldn't turn for the life of it yeah that sounds horrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we told ourselves we'll never do that race again (laughs) so that was like an official race for the game yes okay yeah yeah that's that's one of those where i would have just like no i'm just not doing it (laughs) we did it just because it was part of the the forza playlist so we can get points to get special cars but we don't plan on doing that race ever again. Even if somebody still hasn't done the, completed the Forza playlist, playlist, we're not going to help them. For sure. All right. I just noticed we went off on a tangent for a while without running into anything from our board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I mean, it's still car talk. Yeah. It's in the it's in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I, I kind of looked over at the recorder. I'm like, oh, wait, we're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> Whoops. All right, Manny. Let's run through this board. <laughs> All right. What do All we right. got first? Uh, so I think we should talk about Demon Slayer before we get to the, uh, to this point, honestly. Okay, but, we can mix it up. Yeah, we can mix so it up. Because it kind of falls into that line of what the first topic we chose to talk about, but I think we'd have to specify Demon Slayer first. Sure. So, so as everybody, if anybody has seen Demon Slayer Season 2, the entertainment arc... Has finally, uh, has finally just came out on November, on December fifth, which was just a few days ago. Yeah, and we actually got the chance to get the first look at the first, uh, the first episode for season two, not the recap for the movie, but yeah, well, half of it was a recap for the movie. Mm, I would say a quarter because again, it kind of went off after. It, uh, I, I would still go half just because that little part where it went after was really. Not, like it was just closure that they could have put at the cr- ending credits of the movie. Budget and time, who knows? I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I I think the first part of it was kind of a wash to me. It was, Or maybe they were just trying to leave it off like at that climax, how it ended and everything, and then just wait for the actual season to like bring new information about that situation. Sure, benefit of the 
doubt. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We we really don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, for all we know, maybe there was some important information of that scene that mattered. But of the knowledge we have available for the new season and the movie, it didn't. It was just kind of a, a, a runoff of where, picking up where it left off from the movie. Mm. The interesting part is when Tanjiro met uh, Rengoku's uh, father and he noticed his earrings and went off on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just brings more mystery of who his father was. Because we got a glimpse of his father in like what could have been seen as like a... Um, Damn it, I just forgot the phrase. A flashback. Yes, yes. A flashback of what he witnessed when he was a Hashira. Because it, 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 it looked like he kind of got like a flashback and we saw a silhouette of his fa- of Tanjiro's father. Yes, we did. He was a Hashira? We don't know yet. Okay, because you said when he was a Hashira. When the Rengoku's son's father was a Hashira. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were talking about uh, Tanjiro's no, no. dad. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet if he was or not. Or like, What's his connection with all this situation? Yeah, they just showed him doing his uh, ritual dance. And what, it, what, how big of an importance his earrings are. Yeah, at least for the representation of. Because we saw in the first season that Muzan, uh, also known as Michael Jackson... Got like livid as fuck when he saw his earrings. Yeah, I, I would say, you know what? Now that you said it, that is probably the one important piece of information that was dropped mm-hmm. was that the dad, not Tanjiro's dad, but the other guy that died, mm-hmm. his dad, <clears throat> that he did mention that those earrings represented the sun breathing. Yeah. Which was supposedly like the most powerful breathing, and or all the other element breathings were just like branches, imitations off that branches, or like just branched off. Yeah, yeah, they were trying the sun- to replicate that yeah. power, but it didn't match up to that power. Mm-hmm. That was probably the one piece of information that was kind of like, okay, there's something in there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it, it kind of like it was almost like a two part in one, right? Because it kind of split and even showed some credits before. Starting into the next arc, right? Yes. And that was that is what we were talking about, the entertainment arc, right? Mm-hmm. So we did jump into that one. And again, obviously, it's first episode. It's kind of introductory into getting everything going. Yes. And it's basically, do you know his name? I forgot his name. Cool. All right. Oh, all we know is he's a very flamboyant ninja. Yes, and he's kind of one of those... Uh, would you call him like self-describing character? Yeah. I call it lazy writing a little bit, but it's like <laughs> self-describing character where it's like, I do everything fancy. So I say fancy this and let's do a fancy that. And yeah. because his character is described as fancy. Did he mention fancy yet? No, he didn't mention flan- fancy. He mentioned flashy. <laughs> flashy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> All that repetitiveness. And I still didn't remember. <laughs> Can you spell nuisance? Yes. But yes, it, it's it's like one of those characters. And I think, I don't know about every anime has them, but it's kind of one of those token anime characters that self-describes themselves to make sure you understand what they describe them <laughs> their whole character as. I am not a big fan, but that is who this next Hashira, I guess, that the arc they're going to do with is. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if each arc, they're going to do a different arc with, like, each Hashira as you kind of go along in a line. 
Well, who knows? I mean, we won't know because we don't know how many arcs we're going to be getting for this anime. Very true. Very true. So we'll kind of see how that kind of goes. Maybe like maybe in the next season for the next arc, maybe they'll feature three Hashiras, maybe two. Or who knows? Yeah, yeah. Push some of them together. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So this one, basically, it seems like he was there uh, taking, right? Taking a female corpse. Female corpse. From the butterfly, what is it called? Butterfly camp or something? The butterfly manor. Manor? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it, okay. That was part of the insect Hashira's uh, residence. Correct. And basically, they stand up to him and... Swap places, right? Swap places after they couldn't land a touch on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. So, kind of like, uh, obviously, we don't want to give away all the details and everything about mm-hmm. it, but basically, they end up joining with him going to the next arc, which yes. is the Entertainment District, uh, where, she, where he says the demons are especially strong in that evil place, whatever. Why, yeah. is, why is the red light district always evil, Manny? What do they got against it? I don't care. Huh? I don't really care about that stuff. Oh, I don't either. I'm just I'm just saying, why is it always evil? Why can't it be a happy place? Seems like a happy place most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you can say it's because most of the under, underworld de- dealings that happen there. True, 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 true. I always just think it's so funny that they do those arcs like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But yeah, so I think uh, I think this one's going to be interesting. I'm hoping that, uh, kind of like what you were saying, I'm hoping they do kind of mash a couple more Hashiras into this now and start progressing the story a bit more aggressive now that the full baseline has been done for the story. You know what I mean? Yes. And we got the glimpse of the, the third moon, which was the upper moons. And now we're going to see another upper moon uh, member of the... Of the, I forgot what their names were, but they actually had a name, the 10 moons, I guess, or the tw- the 13 moons or 12 moons. The demons? Yeah. Uh, some, I don't know. I don't remember. But I know he was like the one from the movie or whatever was ranked top three or something. He was number three. Like so, so I'm expecting the, the, the main demon in the entertainment arc is probably an upper moon demon. Yeah, I think, I, I would think so. Mm-hmm. If we're, you know, throwing out assumptions, I, I would say so. I'd, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, now that everything's the whole story's kind of been established, we're moving into the new arc. The one thing I do hope we continue with this season is uh, villain development. Yes. Because, you know, they did a really, really great job in the first season. With which villain, though? All of them. All of them? Okay. Well, well the demons, right? Yes. They, each demon, they kind of like... I think we kind of talked about this uh, when we did the Demon Slayer movie review. Yes, we did. That that was one of my favorite parts of season one, right? It was the development they did for the demons before they were, like, offed and killed, right? Yes. They kind of showed, like, I guess uh, the troubling past, what morphed or shaped them into their trauma and that developed them to take on the evil, right? So I always love the way they kind of do a whole development, not just like I'm evil for the sake of being evil. Like <laughs> <laughs> like what they did in the movie. Yes. They did super, and I understand the movie, they had less time to develop that, but that that killed it for me in the movie because I was like, well, yeah, he's evil for the sake of being evil. <laughs> Versus like you watch the anime and you're like, holy shit, they, they tell such a deeper story in the anime, you know? You can, you can just basically just 
Goflex Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so I'm hoping they continue that in the second season because there was only one demon fight in the episode one. Right? This episode, he did fight a demon. Ah, yes. After he did some training to get stronger. Yeah, yeah. He did fight a demon with absolutely no background, no story, no richness to it at all. So I'm hoping that's just because they're, you know, they're establishing the new season to start and they don't just cut that part of from the anime. Yeah. I'd be super disappointed because there's already a lot of crying and stuff in there that kind of like irks me away from it. (laughs) <laughs> and if they take away the good storytelling, they're really going to start losing me, man. <laughs> I mean, they're doing pretty successful, so they wouldn't care if they lost you. I, I care. <laughs> but Tony's going to go cry into a corner later on. <laughs> well, that's just the thing. I won't cry because that's what's annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was like 30% crying. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fucking crying. It got really irritating. This first episode was pretty bad, too. <laughs> But um, anyways, talking about things that irk you, now let's use that as a baseboard transition to the next topic. And, and now you understand why I said Demon Slayer You're first. right, yeah. you're right, you're right. So what are some characters that you would see in anime as a nuisance? The crybabies. The crybabies? Like, give me give me examples. Tanjiro. <laughs> okay. okay I w- hold on. I would say more... I'm going to say, say Tanjiro just because we were talking about crybabies, but... If the actual answer for the nuisance is going to be the yellow-haired kid. Zenitsu. That's what, that's what I was going to say. Yes, yes. I'm just saying that because... I could care less Tanjiro's about Tanjiro's cry crying. <laughs> it's just that Zenitsu just pisses me off. I think he just holds everybody back, honestly. Yeah, no, he does. He, mm-hmm. he uh, actually does. And even the little... um, Even the little... Art, not arcs. The little scenes right the little scenes he has where he throws his little tantrums and everything mm-hmm. it's a hurdle man <laughs> every time i watch it's like uh let's just you know all right cool yes yes he's crying yes yes they're gonna kill him blah 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 blah. like let's just get over and get past this part already yes like, it, yeah it, it's kind of like the 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 purple the purple small short one in uh my hero academia oh purple uh grape juice Grape juice is that a name? That's his hero name, but okay, I, I think I'm not, I refuse to remember it. <laughs> it's grape juice. How do you not remember it? I don't. I, I refuse to. That's why. <laughs> the next time you're gonna drink grape juice, you're gonna remember what? I am not. <laughs> I did find a funny nickname for him, uh, name um, on the forums, but they're calling him a grape daddy as well. Oh, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> This is why those fucking weebs are all single. <laughs> but yeah, though the he's definitely one of those characters that's just in there. I feel like he's just in there to poke me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think another one you can think of is like Yamcha from Dragon Ball Z. He was utterly just worthless in the in the DBZ universe, and that's why he was became such a meme. For the show and the series and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some other anime characters we can think of as a nuisance? Hmm. Sakura from Naruto. See, she was useless, but she wasn't, like, the character herself wasn't, like, annoying. I, I, get, I guess the way I define it was, like, annoying to watch. 
Okay, I think Tony just betrayed the anime community right now. Whatever. <laughs> I, I was not a fan of her, right? Because she was useless, but we're not talking about useless. We're talking about, like, a nuisance, annoying, right? Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, like, Yellow, when he's throwing his tantrums in Demon Slayer. That's an oh, annoying scene to say, watch. I was like, Yellow. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't about? know his name. I'm not going to I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> um, Or the purple guy, right? And his Grape weird juice. little... Yeah, his weird little perverted habits and weird... Voice, even his voice, dude. <laughs> Japanese or English? Both. Okay. Both, both. But even his voice, like it, just an annoying character there. In not like if we were talking about Naruto, Konohamaru would be my annoying. Oh uh, yes, that would be my annoying. Character. I would have never thought of that until you said it. <laughs> At least that's like that's how I'm defining it, right? I was never a fan of Sakura because she is fucking useless, right? Mm-hmm. But her character, the way she was on screen, wasn't, like, full-blown annoying every time I fucking saw her. Mm-hmm. That would be Konohamaru for me. Even the adult version of Konohamaru kind of pisses me off, too. <laughs> when I watched a few episodes of Boruto, I was like, bruh. <laughs> really? I don't think I've seen that many to know how the adult version of his character ends up. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I've seen enough of those. So, what's like one of your favorite anime? What's just a general one, and then we're gonna try to pluck out what's the annoying character out of there. Huh. So, like for instance, on mine, you know, I always reference back to Cowboy Bebop for me. Yes, that is true. Right. But um, for me, the annoying character all the time is uh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. Ed. Ed. Ed is the annoying character for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's in there. He's contributing to the story, blah, blah, blah. Fucking annoying. <laughs> Especially Ed, when he went after the mushrooms. He, yeah. And, you know, kind of going back to the live action, right? We talked about the live action a couple oh, weeks yes, ago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. At the very end of the live action, he meet Spike meets Ed. And they did the one thing that we said they shouldn't do, and they were doing great by avoiding it. They gave him live action anime hair. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous, man. <laughs> so even... I, 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 even in the live action version, which, you know, low budget stuff being put aside, I felt was okay and decent to watch. Ed is still going to haunt me there. No oh, shit. <laughs> so that was like one of my top favorite anime and that one of the characters that's always irked me, even when I go back and watch it now. Okay. Okay. How about you? Uh, let's see. I think we can talk about Bleach. Okay. And- I think I think I know who you, who you, who to, but all right. Con. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. He and he's definitely like a beyond just an annoying character, he's like a novelty character. Yes. Like they tried to make him into a mascot for it and everything and nah, man, it's just not going to fly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kona, uh, Kona I would consider a nuisance in the Bleach anime. Yeah. You know what's nice though? is that I feel that Bleach could be remade completely without him. I can see that. Right? I can see it. 
Now, if you were to remake, we were just we were just talking about a uh, Demon Slayer, right? Because we mm-hmm. were talking about the first episode. It would be harder for them to remake it without Zenitsu. Yeah, him, right? And I can agree with that too. So it, it's it's almost different when it's it almost feels like Bleach added a zany character, right, to probably appeal to more people, right, to bring them into this more serious anime, mm-hmm. rather than it being just hard written into the script. <laughs> so it's almost like, man, imagine Bleach without code. <laughs> it would do better. It would do so much better. Oh, my God, it would. Demon Slayer would do better without it, but... That it would, would be, be hard. A bigger, it would be a bigger rewrite. For yeah. Sure. For sure. Yikes. But yeah, I mean, do you have any where, I guess, what would be an anime genre where that character works for it? Uh, I could probably just say, like, maybe, like, school anime, honestly. School anime? Or just comedy anime. Comedy anime? Yeah, and I mean, it, it really depends on the type of comedy, too, right? Yeah. The like, only thing I can kind of think of that's maybe those characters could kind of work would be, like, short skit anime. And I'm not sure if there's an actual correct name for that genre. But, like, uh, Pop Team Epic or something like that, right? Oh, Pop Team Epic. Yeah, but yeah. those are like small, short skits. There's not yeah. really like a full-length storyline to follow. It's just no like, character hey. development or anything. Yeah, it's just like, hey, they go in here and they do some funny shit for this episode. And then later on, they just flip you off. Yeah. So like stuff like that, you can have those little zany, annoying characters yes. in there. And you expect it and it works, right? That would be one where I can think of like, okay, those, fine. But anywhere else, I'm going to get annoyed. Like, uh, or Strike the Blood. I don't know if you've seen that anime. I have not. Okay, so the main protagonist girl, I find her a complete nuisance. I don't care if she is the one of the main protagonist girls. She is a complete nuisance. Uh, y- you would probably have to watch the anime to understand what I'm trying to say on that part. Okay, all right, all right. I'll check it out. And then another anime I can think of that has a nuisance that it was just always annoying me was actually your favorite anime, Love, Love Shinubio. There's a lot. <laughs> but w- the one I'm talking about is the side guy friend, the one that always gets darker every time he shows up. Oh, yeah. No, he's irritating. <laughs> Super irritating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think at, like, the last season, he he became, like, completely black at that point, huh? Uh, just, dude, he got, like, yeah, they, they roasted him. They shaved him bald. They changed his hair blonde. I think one time he showed up with a guitar for some reason. Ah, uh, like, yes. It, it was just, he was like one of those characters that just tried to like, they tried to replace him with him. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he came in with a mustache and tried to play himself. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, no, that's definitely one of those annoying characters for sure. But they have a place just not in there. I, I wonder if they just have them in there because like, like I said before, maybe they do appeal to some of a younger audience to help. I wouldn't say a younger. I would just say a certain category of audience. I wouldn't say younger. You wouldn't say younger. Okay. I mean, I would argue younger just because I just see it as maybe not as anything sophisticated for comedy. If you wanted comedy, you know what I mean? Mm. You could have that elsewhere less irritatingly. 
But yeah, I wonder if they just bring it in to try to see, you know, cast a wider net. Okay. Maybe, right? I mean, Bleach got pretty good with, with it. So, Naruto did really well, but Konohamaru is very minimal. Yes. And you could argue a little bit that Naruto himself is that character at times. Almost oh, definitely. I mean, right? Konohamaru was taking, was trying to like mimic him, basically. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Almost like Naruto is the main character, but him himself sometimes is that annoying fucking character. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Anyways, Manny. We talked about nuisance animes. Let's roll into some nuisance cars. Nuisance cars. Yeah, so you kind of brought this up, so I'm going to let you wrote the uh, intro into this. Okay. Uh, so Sunday, I, went up, I met up with some friends, but my back was giving me issues, so I asked if they could pick me up. So when my buddy picked me up, he, I, if I remember, he has a Volkswagen Golf wagon. I think the Golf has a wagon as well. Um, I don't know about a wagon. They have like a hatchback, and then I think the pos- the Jetta has a wagon. Okay, then it, w- it was the Jetta wagon. Okay. But I think it was all-wheel drive, but it's not full all-wheel drive from what you remember when you were doing car testing. Yes, they have they have the Helix system yes. or whatever, yeah. So he likes to go off-roading, so he put off-road tires, off-road wheels, uh, lifted it and everything so he can do like off-road things in his in his wagon. Yeah. And so when he came over to my house, he was, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I pissed off some Honda Civic because I was I was going sideways and uh, going up the dirt roads to your house. Like, uh, okay, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't I don't remember seeing that car. Okay, so who cares? So he picks me up. We go. I was like, you, want, you, was like, you ready? I was like, for what? I was like, and next thing we just go like sideways for like a quite a good, quite a good few seconds. Yeah. Just like going down the road on, in his, in his uh, wagon. And he did it again, and so like we went sideways for quite a while, just, just doing stupid shit. In your backyard? No, in the dirt roads going to my house or leaving my house. Leaving your house. Okay, the one that goes uphill before the asphalt? Yes. Okay, got it. So that is kind of like between two houses. Yes. Okay, got it, got it. And once we got to the main road and we just started driving it, Next thing you know, this random car decides to do a U-turn right in front of us. And like, 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 the fuck is this person doing? And he honked at us and everything. I was like, bro, like, what the fuck is his problem? Like, if he, like, if he wanted to make a U-turn, he should have just waited for traffic. He's like, oh, you remember that car I told you that I pissed off when I was going sideways and I passed him? That's him. So, apparently my neighbor, uh, neighbors called him. I guess he actually lived there and called him. And so he actually found us on the road and tried to like stop us to like s- try to stop us to start fights and shit. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So he was on the dirt road going sideways when he passed him? Yes. Okay. That's kind of dickhead move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought this this thing was going a bit more like us doing our normal car guy things and people caring going caring on us from the neighbors, but I mean, I've had a few Karens here and there when I'm driving with the yeah. Mustang, especially. But that one sounds justified. <laughs> that one sounds justified. That, that is kind of dickhead move. I still don't think it was justified that a dude did a U-turn and ca- uh, causing us to swerve off-road. With, or, and if we didn't, we would have T-boat him and like his girlfriend was in the passenger side. We would have impacted straight towards her. Yeah, but I mean, 
it's almost the exact same thing now, right? Yeah. Because the exact same thing is that he was sliding sideways on a dirt road next to his car, too, where he could have easily bashed into him. Yeah. So it's kind of like dickhead move gets dickhead move. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I kind of got a, it's a kind of a wash at that point, it right? It is, it is. Because I'm assuming your friend saw him. He did. And chose to go sideways. No, it was it was in the middle of him going sideways. So he didn't see him. Not until he was already sideways. Yeah. So he has very, very bad visuals for doing that shit in a fucking small little dirt road <laughs> where there's public <laughs> driveways. But yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you know, if you're going to do asshole moves, like, at least open your eyes. Like, look around maybe twice. <laughs> uh, he was doing it at a corner on a turn. So a blind corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I know. If you're going to do dickhead moves where people are trying to park in front of, you know, into their driveways of their house, like, at least know what's around the corner. Have some visuals. <laughs> Sorry, Manny. I know. This one, I, this one I, goes I, to the to the, to the the people. <laughs> I know. So I just told him, hey, if you want to do that shit, let's just take the back roads. There's nobody out there, just coyotes. Yeah, yeah. Hit a coyote, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, I I I was thinking more that we were gonna do like, oh, you're working on your car, or, oh, your your car just has an exhaust and you turn it on every morning, mm. and maybe that's the general car guy nuisance to the neighborhood. Well, it, well, don't forget, my neighborhood is kind of very rural, spread out. Yeah, it is very very rural. So the only people I actually piss off early mornings whenever I drive the Mustang and stuff is my sisters. <laughs> and I did that on purpose because I actually park it on purpose next, next to the house, next to their windows. Yeah. <laughs> Such a gentleman, Manny. <laughs> I do as the crystal guides. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, how about you? Have you ever been? Well, I guess not really with your neighbors, huh? Not really. Just more on the road. Uh, I think it was. I think this is when I still had the Ram. And honestly, I was just in a hurry to get home, so I didn't care and shit. It was raining, it was pouring, and I was just, like, speeding down the road and stuff. Yeah. And later on, once I get home, I get a notification that I got mentioned in a story on IG. And I guess someone took a picture of me, and since I had my Instagram handle on my tailgate, like, someone got <laughs> pissed off that I was driving super fast down the roads in in heavy rain. That's, okay, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess the bad parts of having your IG on your car. Yeah, but I didn't care. I just I just gave laughing emojis and then she blocked me. <laughs> All righty. There's other been nuisances where like I'll unintentionally backfire with the Mustang and then cause old ladies to be dragged by their dogs. That's funny. Most definitely is because I didn't know that shit was happening. My parents were behind me driving and they saw everything. So they were actually laughing, but like they were kind of scared. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor old lady. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, maybe about six, six and a half years ago, the Fox Body was my only car, mm -hmm. and I daily drove it for my construction job. <laughs> and that means, you know, I drove it to, um. Was that Woodland Hills, like Topanga Canyon, Woodland oh, okay, Hills, yeah. into the valley? 
I drove it into Irvine. I drove it into Garden Grove. <laughs> At the time, I was living in Upland. How was that driving in Irvine? Um, I mean, traffic, but that's about it. Okay. Mind you, you know, it's construction work, so I'm passing through there 5.35 in the morning. This is I'm true. I'm out of there by 1.30, 2.30 latest, you know what I mean? This is true. So I, I, you avoid a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but... It was my only car, and I dailied it almost as it sits. No interior, no AC. <laughs> my full cage, and I think back then, I still had my nitrous hooked up with the bracket and the hatch, <laughs> and no window tints as it sits. Damn. So you could actually be, bump, you know, in bumper-to-bumper traffic, you look through the hatch window, and my nitrous bottle is right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you look at somebody... Uh-huh. You turn back, you open up the NOS tank, like, for family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had no fucking shame, dude. I didn't care, you know what I mean? And I never, never got pulled over in that car. Except for twice where the cops just wanted to compliment it. Yeah, I do remember you told me that. Yeah, like, that's it. But, <clears throat> anyways, I lived at a small, like, uh, apartment in Upland at the time. And it's kind of like, not like an apartment complex, but it's kind of like those uh, very wide houses where they split it up into three or whatever. And then they kind of give you an alley with this small single car garage, basically. And those are attached to the houses, but it wasn't attached to my house. My house was at the opposite end, right? So it was like my house, there was a center one, and then there was one more. Like, we're all attached, and at the very last third one, there was a... The alleyway for the garages. <clears throat> so, I was using that garage for the Fox body, obviously, right? And I'd be leaving for work at 4, sometimes as early as 3.30 in the morning. And for anybody who has been around my Fox body, they know how loud it is. Back then, it was even louder. <laughs> you know, currently, I do have some gutted as they may be but a gutted a gutted uh bbkx pipe with gutted out cats Mm -hmm. and i have mufflers on it right now uh magnaflows previously i had a straight h pipe with no cats and only resonators at the end (laughs) so 3 34 in the morning i would start that car five days a week (laughs) inside of the garage to pull it out and I'd set off three car alarms as soon as it started and two more as I drove it out of the alleyway every single day. <laughs> that reminds me, a buddy told me that every now and then he'll actually have to like push his car out of the apartment complex so he wouldn't be a nuisance when he turns on his car. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I It got to the, you know, people... Some people, um, like the people that knew it was me, because, you know, at the time I was like, I would show up, go to work, you know, I'd take off for work, show up back, park it, go inside, and fucking knock the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do a whole lot else. Anytime I'd left, leave, it'd be, you know, during the weekend or something, you know? But uh, finally, when they caught and figured out who it was... <laughs> I did get some people complaining, some notes on the garage door, some notes on my door. I ignored every single one of them 
till the property manager. You know? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, and then at that point, I was like, fuck, man, I, I got to live here. So <laughs> I did start pushing it out of the garage and kind of rolling it partially away because, like, the garage you know and anybody that might live like in townhouses and stuff like that they have like back-to-back garage and then alleyway kind of thing so half of the alleyway was owned by our property manager and the other half wasn't so i was right on the edge so luckily i'd push the car out of the garage and just like maybe 10 feet across to where it's like in front of the other property manager like not mine and i'd start it right there and just (laughs) You know, rip off all of their alarms instead of... So, technically, it's kind of like, yeah, they could complain, but I don't rent from that side. Yeah. (laughs) So, that would be, like, one where it was just, like, me... Yes, I'm not supposed to have it that fucking loud, but me living my life and just kind of going. Yeah. As far as me being an asshole, I could probably tell you a whole bunch more about that, but uh, I think that's a different topic and different story for another day. (laughs) Well, yes, I did have to do the push it out of the garage and start it away from where I lived because it was bad. Okay. Eventually, I did end up buying the Spec V Sentra. That you would just love to power shift on that. Yes, but I bought that car so I wouldn't have to start that Fox body all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Manny, that is car nuisance tales. (laughs) Uh, anyways, what's our next topic on this? So, since we're coming up to Christmas, we like to buy gifts. We like to? I mean, there's a couple people, maybe. maybe. Well, I didn't say we like to buy gifts for other people. Oh, I like this better. Okay, continue. So, we like to buy gifts for ourselves sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, do you enjoy getting car parts for yourself? Absolutely. Okay. Every Every year. So, like... Christmas gifts for my cars. <laughs> um, I would say yes. I actually do that ritual with myself every year. <laughs> I get each of my cars something for sure. Okay. And um, usually, usually it's not like I don't do anything formal. There's not going to be no fucking wrapping or nothing. It's just kind of like, well, I'm going to buy this under the justification of. Mm. Right? So... I'm always going to keep buying shit for the cars. <laughs> but during the holidays, it's really nice to tell my wife, no, 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 it's it's for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. You know, we'll justify it any way we have to. <laughs> for instance, um, this year, obviously, the truck's getting an engine. <laughs> that is true. That is, you know, it's kind of like one of those deals when you get pissed off at your kid and it's like, well, I guess you need this, but it's expensive, so... That's your Christmas and your birthday present, fucker. Like, <laughs> kind of one of those deals. Um, I can't talk about the other one. <laughs> uh, the Fox body, I'm probably going to get some uh, fresh tires for it. Okay. Because uh, the nice thing that is, is that I have, I share sets of wheels and tires with the Fox and the Crown Vic. This is true. So I, I kind of looked, I pulled out the Fox the other day and I looked, I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm using like mismatched wheels because those have the best tires right now. Because I, you know, obviously I use the Crown Vic for work. So those are getting most of the good, good running time right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, you know what? 
I need I need to put some fresh rubber on the on the fox just for the fox some good two hundred treads or something not for the Crown Vic. So I'm probably gonna get some fresh set of tires and fix that barrel from the three P Simmons wheel. Oh yes, and I completely those, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and kind of put those wheels back on the fox. That's gonna be the the fox's little Christmas present for sure. Uh, the Crown Vic ain't getting dick. <laughs> Besides a wash. Maybe. <laughs> no, it'll get a wash, but that, yeah, the Crown Vic ain't getting shit. That is literally, like, the most detached workhorse I have. It It's a workhorse. I'm going to use it till it dies, and the day that it dies, I'm not going to shed a tear. But it's been good. I've gotten my money's worth, so at this point, it can die at any moment, and I'll be okay. As long as the dog cage is out. Uh, you know, with the truck getting um a brand new motor at this point, I might not need the dog cage anymore. That is true. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, so the dog cage was really nice because I'm always transporting with that fucker everywhere, you know? So it's nice to keep the fur out of the fucking car and and things like that, you know? But uh with the truck getting a new motor, I'll probably end up getting one of the uh like a Roughland kennel or something like that. And strap it to the bed of the truck. Okay. And he'll probably ride in there. It's it's safe in there. You know what I mean? Um, dogs in a container is a lot safer than being loose inside of a car. The container for the Crown Vic is safe because it is contained. It keeps them fucking moving around a whole ton, you know? Yes. So I, with the truck having a new motor, I can do without the cage now. I'll stop looking like a fucking serial killer at work. <laughs> <laughs> or in a Ben car. I mean, something, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I those are the plans for lease for mine. Uh, like I said, the last one can't talk about just yet, but in and itself is a birthday, is a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Manny? I mean, I never really considered buying car parts for Christmas and considered giving them to myself. I just... When I just see a moment when I think I can buy a car part, I'll buy it. I just never think of using it as Christmas as an excuse, honestly. Maybe I'll do it for video games and a bunch of other stuff, but... You buy presents for your video game? Like, buy presents for myself, like video games. Oh, see, that's a gift for yourself. Your El Camino's lonely. That's what I'm saying. I've never <laughs> actually used car parts as, uh, like, holidays as an excuse to buy stuff for car parts. True, true, true. It, it makes it very, you know, just keep it in mind. It makes it very easy down the line to justify it to a, a significant other. <laughs> I mean, I think this could be like an early Christmas present, but I did buy the Euro style taillights for the Mustang. Okay, sweet. So uh, I think the last time we talked about it, you were going through TFT and the, I guess the supplier was out of stock. Yes, the supplier was out of stock. So... Uh, Scott from TFT put me on the wait list and was going to tell me when they get restocked. So he finally re- told, he finally hit me up that they were restocked, so I just sent him the money and he was able to get them right away. Great. I'm, gl- I'm glad to see he's on top of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things that I, I hate about ordering with people. And so, like, there's two sides of it, right? Like, you can get familiar, friendly with somebody in person that runs a shop or works for a shop, right? And you can be, yeah, yeah, whenever they have this in stock, let me know, right? And I always feel like if I ask a friend that, 
they're probably going to forget. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not like an official work thing. There's no official email or some kind of inquiry sent well, to the company. Well, sometimes when it's official stuff, they still lag on that shit. That's true, but at least you have a receipt and be like, hey, I put on the wait list for this or whatever, right? True. And Scott is a is a good friend of the show. He's he's supported us with a lot of the stuff we do. And, and you know, I always want to support him with the stuff he does, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know, he's one of the guys we can actually hit up and be like, hey, let me know when this is ready to go. And he doesn't forget about you. Like, he'll come back and go as soon as it's ready. Yeah, 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 we're ready to go. You ready? You want to do this still? Like, I, I really love that, and I do appreciate that business practice he has. Oh, yeah, definitely. So big uh, a big shout-out to Scott from TFT Performante. I mean, he's done such, like, he's been really cool and everything and just helping us get car parts and everything. Yeah. And just the service he provides, too. Absolutely, dude. Support those that support you. Mm-hmm. And and Scott is definitely one of those people you, you, you know, you're good to him. He's always going to be good to you. He did. But anyways, so yeah, you did get your tail lights. Tail lights. I mean, he's even helped me with the the spoiler I have on the Mustang, the RGB halo lights in the grill and everything. Just a bunch of other stuff too that he's helped me with. Yeah. Okay. And then uh what about any presents for the Elko? Perhaps an install of a wiring kind. That's still in the process. <laughs> That's still in the process. All right, all right, all Granted, right. Granted, it's being talked about every week, so it's not something that's getting forgotten and just, like, revived, like, a month later. Or Got it. Okay, so install will be one wire a week. Possibly, <laughs> yes. All right. All right, all right. What about Mustang or Taco? Taco, I mean... I know Taco's kind of, like, more of a family communal car right that's just more for commuting don't stand it out and just keep it good right yeah i mean for the most part uh the thing i can think about getting something for car parts like that is like new taillights possibly a new front grill and a stereo system that's about it okay but yeah so we'll have to see when when we can get around that i did run into some trouble on that some trouble on what? The Toyota Tacoma at the moment. How so? The driver's side, both the outside and the inside, doesn't open anymore. <laughs> okay. So I have to see what I can do about fixing that issue. So, I mean, what I used to, uh, the, the, dr- the outside used to not give me issues about opening it. It got to a point where I had to, like, uh, just unlock the doors, open the back door. Reach my hand over and prop it open from the inside, but now the inside doesn't want to open. Where it's not more of like the inside doesn't want to open, the automatic door lock knob doesn't want to like fully prop up to unlock Got on the it. on the driver's side door. Okay. So I have to see what we have to do about that. Yeah, pull the panels off and check it out. Mm-hmm. But first, op- get the door open before I take the panels off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about uh the Mustang? Mustang, like I said, the taillights. Oh, that's right. And, I mean, I have been considering new wheels, but, like, I'll have to wait a bit on that. Yep. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Some uh, six GRs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll find them everywhere at this oh, point. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, yeah, those are car Christmas presents. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, you know what? 
last thing, right? Some little updates. I ordered the crate engine out. Now that we're talking about the truck's Christmas gift, yes. right? I made a decision and ordered the crate engine. So, like I said before, I've done some engine swaps before. Never on a truck. <laughs> this will be this will be interesting. And I've never ordered a new engine. Every engine I've done has been like a, a, like a part out. No. Not even rebuilt? Well, the uh, one that's in it right now is rebuilt. But um, it was kind of like a home rebuild, right? Mm. We took it apart, hone it, replaced timing chain, replaced oil pump. You know what I mean? Not everything like that. But uh, I mean like an officially rebuilt, remanufactured, brand new-ish crate engine. I've never done one of those. I've always pulled them out of other cars, junkyarded them, you know, found them for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know what I mean? And it's... I mean, looking back at it, it's pretty much all been, like, old Mustang motors. Yeah. I've probably actually helped uh, in at one point swap a crate engine into a vehicle. That was, like, a few years back when I was a little bit younger. And it was just one of our work vans that the motor just gave out because it had cracks throughout the block. Lovely. And so we just got a crate engine. And with the help of my one of my cousins, who's a master tech, he helped us do the engine swap. And I was there along along the way helping with the process of the swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining it should be a little bit easier because shit's cleaner and complete. <laughs> Versus like la- half the time I'm pulling a motor out and I'm, I'm, I get there with the new engine and I'm usually comparing back and forth and going like, you know, but this thing looks so much better than this. <laughs> these valve covers look fucked up, but these look pretty good. I'm going to swap these over and I'm going to swap this over. Yeah. <laughs> And I sit there kind of Frankensteining two engines before I even get to dropping it. For this one, at least, I think the only thing I have to swap, besides the accessories, is the valve covers. Because I'm getting from uh, basically lower intake down to oil pan. Okay. Completely brand new and remanufactured. So the place I ended up going with, um, I believe it's called a Power Source Solutions. Or okay. Power Source Engines. And they have um, a high a high flow oil pump reinforced. Um, they redid the uh, the channels to help the oil pressure get up to the top because the biggest issue is the passenger side oil uh, for the cam phasers. And this has brand new OEM, um, or I should say redesigned OEM uh, cam phasers in them. So basically. Since my motor was released, Ford did update those cam phasers to make them better. And this motor has the newer updated cam phasers. Oh, hell yeah. So it's going to come also with timing chain done. Obviously, all the internals done. Uh, There's also an issue, a major issue with these about the threading into the head for the spark plugs. They're known to break off. (laughs) That's not. Yeah. So they actually redo those. To correct that issue, too. So it's kind of like they go through and they uh, address a lot of the weak points of that motor. And um, I got a install kit with it. I bought the install kit with it. That's going to get me a new water pump, um, some new belts, some new pulleys, a couple gaskets for the, you know, the rear main seal and everything. And I bought the no-fault warranty. <laughs> So the no fault warranty I fucking loved because basically 
if I fuck up installing it, um, they will cover it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Very, right? I would have never expected a warranty like that. I'm sure there's more pushback once you actually get into the nitty gritty, but at least there's more protection. And I, for like 200 bucks, dude, like, fuck it. Give it to me. At least there's some verbiage protection to kind of like come back at it. Yeah. So the no fault warranty covers, I believe, unlimited miles for three years versus the three years, 100,000 miles. Oh, it's dope as fuck, actually. So the regular warranty is like three year, 100,000 miles, but this is going to give me like three years unlimited miles. And um, on top of that, they c- they cover the engine swap and and I'm, and I'm not I need to read it through a little bit more but I'm it'd be kind of funny but they offer up to seventy five dollars an hour for a shop to swap the motor if I fuck it up kind of thing because obviously if you fuck up the motor and they have to warranty it they don't want you to reinstall it again. no they they probably won't no that's for sure so. I want to look through the contract on the warranty and see if they have some kind of verbiage for that because that might be pretty funny to read. <laughs> but they, you know, they have a pretty decent warranty, and I came out much cheaper than the place in Orange County that I would have had to pick it up at. Yeah. So it was supposed to be delivered this week. I got a call and said it was canceled. Uh, basically shipping canceled issues. Canceled or rescheduled. Uh, well, it's canceled because I didn't let them reschedule. Mm. So I took the day off of work because to receive the delivery, it's on a lift gate. And obviously I'm not going to put, you know, they can't drop it off in front of my doorway. Mm. Right. (laughs) So I have to be here to receive it, inspect it and sign for it. Yes. So I took the day off because they couldn't give me an accurate time of delivery. They said between nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'll take the day off work, handle some stuff, whatever, you know? And um, about noonish time, they call me and they say that, oh, we're going to have to reschedule for next week. It didn't end up showing up to the hub. They're like, it says that, you know, that we got an, an updated time that it should be here by Monday. So I'm going to schedule you for uh, Tuesday, the 14th. Uh, for the engine delivery. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you put a note to call me and confirm? Or am I am I able to call? Can you give me some kind of number to reference my account so that I can call and confirm that it's going to be there before I take a day off work and then, you know, miss, you know, take a day off work and then they go, oh, never mind. It got delayed again or whatever, right? Yeah. And what they say? Uh, they're like, well, let me just do this. And she kind of marked my delivery, I guess, for um, not scheduled. So she didn't put me in the schedule this way as it's there and they check it in, they would check it in and go, okay, now where's the, when's the delivery date? Oh, there isn't one. So they'll call me. Okay. No, that, uh, that actually works out better. Yeah. This way, if it does show up next Monday on the 13th, I'll get a phone call and they say, Hey, yeah, we do have your engine here on site. We can come by tomorrow, Wednesday. Like if it delays me a couple days to reschedule a delivery, Fuck it. You know what I mean? As long as like I know that I'm going to miss the day off work and actually get the engine delivered. <laughs> okay. Not it it kind of sucks when you're expecting the delivery. You can't even leave the house. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I got the day off, but I can't do nothing. <laughs> I can't just <laughs> sit here and wait for it, you know? Yeah. So with any luck, 
by next week, Tuesday, Wednesday-ish, I should have the new block sitting and ready to go. Okay, not bad. So that'll start the uh, the mission of swapping out the F-250. <laughs> nice. I did buy myself an early Christmas present, but it wasn't car part related. Oh? It was the PS5. Oh, all right, all right. I, I finally got my hands on it. I'm just waiting for it. It's just been waiting so long. To so did your bot pick me up one too or? No. Come on, Manny. <laughs> so here, here's the funny thing. I mean, I've been like on a constant and regular basis, like just getting updates and just checking if anybody knew when certain retail stores would restock and when they would restock and when they would go back on sale. And then I finally saw an announcement that Target was doing a huge, probably like the biggest retail restock of the PS5. So I kept checking. It was like, I read the article. I was like, oh, it's going to be restocked within the next three days, but it's only one of those days. So if it doesn't happen tomorrow, check the next day. If it doesn't have that day, check the next day. Or it could be that next day when you check when I checked the article and everything. So it was just like a hit or miss to see which day was going to be. Sure enough, the following morning, it was that morning. It was like 6 a.m., so I was already up at like 5.30 on the computer and just waiting to see if it would restock. And yeah, sure enough, it restocked. But their system was so overloaded that I couldn't get the chance to put one in cart to check out. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, the beautiful thing is what Target did is that they said limited one purchase per per, uh, per order or per person and online order only and in-store pickup only. So that excludes the bots and the campers. Bots and the campers. It kind of it's kind of a way to deter bots from like buying out multiple consoles all at once. Okay. Does that is that because like uh they have to have a show ID and show only one or what? Uh, I don't know. So I'll get to that part later on. But again, so insta uh online order only with one uh, limit purchase and in-store pickup only. So that means it also excludes the opportunity for campers to camp out since like midnight and waiting for the, the doors to open whenever Target opens. Yeah. So because of that, I had another good buddy that told me, hey, man, I'm going to try to help you. If you can't get it and if I can get it, just give me the money and I'll give it to you. Okay. So that actually happened. He actually was able to put the PS5 into his cart but he wasn't able to process it because the thing was being overloaded, but he still had it in his cart. So that means there was probably a, num a number of people that were just waiting to see if they can buy it, but didn't check out and didn't actually purchase it. So so he was probably just waiting for someone to uh, time out from the purchase. Okay. So I guess someone, I think that that's my theory, that someone finally timed out and he was able to process the order and he got it. So he went to Target to go pick it up. And sure enough, after he walked outside, he said there was a lot of people trying to buy off all the PS4s that everybody was walking out with, or the PS5s that everybody was walking out with. <laughs> so basically, you're scalpers. Yeah, yeah. He said that this dude came up to him and asked him, hey, man, you trying to sell? You trying to sell? You trying to sell? And he looked over in his car. There was already five PS5s in there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I it's it's going like a three time markup. Mm -hmm. So basically, they bought it at X amount. He's buying it for more, and then selling it for even more. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> God damn. 
Yeah, so that was just crazy. Hey, so what was the offer? No, he he didn't he didn't tell him the offer because he rejected him right there since he knew that he bought it for me. I had, I mean, I'd I'd have heard the offer out. <laughs> Who knows? I'd be curious just to see what the I don't know the negotiation. Even even if I had no intent of selling it, just gonna be like nine hundred bucks. Ah, man, that's what I'm gonna sell it for. <laughs> like, you know, he kinda, I don't know. He never he never told me if he, if he actually got an offer or not. Okay, okay. Very cool. Well, shout out to him, man. That's a, no, that's an awesome thing. Definitely. So, shout out to my buddy Chris for helping me get the PS5 and yeah, that same day I went to go pick it up at his office. Very cool. And I own 3 games now which I'm happily enjoying. <laughs> not Forza. Well, here's the thing. Lately, when I get I'm just so tired from work, I'll try to get on Forza and next thing I find myself sleeping. <laughs> I get on the PS5, play maybe like 15 minutes, then the next, you know, I'm not, I'm knocking out. All right, all right. So just the constant exhaustion of my body is just like preventing me from playing. Got it, got it. So what you're saying is that the PS5 is so boring. <laughs> yes, we'll, 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 we'll agree on that. Very cool, though, very cool. You finally got one. Yeah. Uh, first game I got was, of course, Resident Evil 8, The Village. Um, I already had that game in my account, so I guess they let me pass it over to the PS5 for my PS4. And then I got Demon Souls, which was the OG Dark Souls game that gave everybody hell. Cool. And then Spider-Man Miles Morales. So I know I'm going to enjoy that one, too. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Manny. Well... With the article you refuse to share on the podcast for the listeners, I guess we'll call that an episode. <laughs> article? Which article? The article that had this restock of PS5s. No, I mean, There's even at least one listener like, how come he didn't talk about it on here? He left us out. Man, he didn't need no, no more competition on that website, all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about a different article, but yeah. No, I'm talking about this one. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'm going to get one fucking message from... A couple of listeners that are very active of voicing their opinions, they're going to be like, Manny didn't tell us nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional not to put it on the podcast. Yeah, I intentionally also did not advertise it to anybody else. <laughs> Only to a very small select people. Don't worry, guys. We, we got journalistic integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Manny, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Forza. I'm just playing. <laughs> you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you got any questions or want to send an unaccepted rev, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. With that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Bye-bye.